Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 51. I'm Todd, this is AJ. Yo. And you already know, we're back. Here we are. Fresher than ever. Fresh. And so, so clean. As last week, you guys may have noticed, thanks for the big support, one of our most viewed web series Dude, that videos. Was awesome. I think it must, we won't tell him that, we won't let Grant know that it was him. Hopefully he doesn't Grant's a those. popular guy. <laughs> Apparently the world loves Grant. Um, so hey, in all seriousness, we appreciate you guys. Uh, pretty exciting. Yes. It, uh, 50 episodes. Now we're on the other side of it, heading toward 100 maybe. Big century. Lord willing. Yep. So uh, yeah, yeah, been been uh, an exciting, fun time. So yeah, big thanks to you guys that, that watched that episode last week, shared it, and liked it, and all that fun stuff. That's right. Appreciate you guys. So uh, business, let's get that out of the way. What's well, real talk? Real talk is an opportunity. I said that. I said that so weird. Talk about God, life, the Bible, and how all that interacts. Really, just think of it as you're getting to come in, and us two and you are having a talk together over coffee, energy drinks, whatever it is you put in your cup. And, um, yeah, just uh, really wrestle through some of those things. That's right. So, up above, you'll see a link, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. You click that link, it's going to pull up a web page. You do it right from your phone. It'll say submit a question, hit it, and it'll pull up a little form fillable box, type your question, hit submit. And it goes into a database completely anonymously. Couldn't find you if we tried. And we have. Yep. So um, <laughs> it can also be topical. So if it's not just a question, maybe you have a topic, something you want to, you know, have us chop it up about. That's right. Slice and dice. That's what we're about. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, that's the gist of it. Um, you can interact with us below. We read all those. That's right. Always looking at comments. Please. Please feel free to interact. So let's just get this out of the way now, because in case people are watching this, my eye keeps twitching. Your eye? Oh, that's right. You my right this. eye, right before we came on, and it's doing it again. And also, <laughs> have you ever had these moments where you feel like you're in a dream world? Dude, yes. Because I feel a mixture of, I'm going to pass out, <laughs> combined with, is this real? <laughs> so if I seem off today, it's because I am. This makes sense, dude, because remember the time I passed out when I was, I was playing basketball with Brandon? Yep. Dude, that's the first time I actually ever actually passed out, and that's kind of what it felt like. It felt like I was like, I was in the process of passing out, so I'm like, I think I'm passing out. And then also, it did feel like a dream world. It didn't feel real. And then I woke up, and I was on my face with the water bottle underneath me. It was terrifying. A hilarious story. It's hilarious. Um, however, because I am about to pass out... I can't laugh the same way I normally would. So, hey, if I my head drops, <laughs> we're um, going to keep going. No, we're going to keep going. So I don't know what's going on with me, but I just want to get that away because I know people are going to go, man, why does Todd keep rubbing his eye or mm -hmm. twitching or whatever? I think part of it could be, and I'm going to open myself up to a world of criticism here. <laughs> Yesterday is my like one day off, as you know this, mm -hmm. really, yeah. really. And I did not really have any caffeine. I had a little tiny bit in the end, and at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, one, I don't think I need as much to think I do. That's fair. That's well, I mean, unless I want to be fun. <clears throat> but, so today, on the other hand, today I had well, not a lot compared to, like, the life we've lived in the past. Oh, man. But I've had one energy drink from the local nutrition store. Mm -hmm. And then I had another. I'm working on that. And then... Yeah. This is my brain juice. juice. That's right. And I had a brain juice. I had a brain juice. They don't know. We're hoping brain juice. We're in talks with brain juice. That's so crazy. To see. Man. What, what about this? Didn't we? Hot sauce? Yes. It's coming. From England. Really? From, yeah. From England. Hey, we're going to give you a shout out in case you're watching. But yeah, we got a little, uh, I guess you say sponsorship from a hot sauce company in England. What? So uh, they're going to be sending us some of their, their hot sauce. That is so sweet. <clears throat> I believe it's called Chili Mafia. 
That I just gave him awesome. some free stuff. Nice. Chili Mafia. Hey, if your stuff doesn't come in, we're erasing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, yeah. So, brain juice, what is it? It sounds crazy. Uh, I'm not going to tell you anything about it until they get a hold of us. That's right. But long story short, it's created a something in my head. Uh, <laughs> intern Clint's freaking out. He doesn't know what's happening. He's typing 911. <laughs> so this episode started out well. I love it, man. Um, yeah. So we like to start our episodes out by kind of just catching people up. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, we haven't really talked this week yet about life. So this could be good because sometimes mm-hmm. we've already talked and then we talk yeah. again. Yeah. So we kind of start out with Justin inviting you into our lives and how life's been. So how's your week been, man? Um, I've had a lot of... I guess, what is what is the term for, like, I've had a lot of things revealed, but is there another term for that? Because I almost said revelance, but I feel like that's not like a word. Like you had a revelation? Uh, like, like things were revealed epiphany? to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Epiphany, I guess. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking literally in the sense of reveal, but in a different, like, like, is there an actual different term for reveal, but it's just... Okay. Something, yeah, it would be, I had a revelation, I had an epiphany. Gotcha. So maybe revelation is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I don't know, because I was like, what is reveal? But it's still reveal, but it's just in a different way. I'm giving you two, and both of them you say aren't good enough, so I don't have a clue. Now, <laughs> now, now we're looking this up, because I, I don't have any idea. Like is, there, like, is there a different, is there a different term for, like, literal, like... The, you are legitimately <laughs> saying the same thing, and I have told you. I'm not, because I'm, I know, I realize I'm not, I no, I'm, I'm not looking being it as up. clear. I'm not being as clear as I can be. So discover, divulge. No, like not actual different words. I mean, like reveal, but like something it, was revealed to me. I've I've had. Reve- what are I'm you talking about? <laughs> oh, this is great. That like you're trying so, to figure out how to say it in a sentence. Um. So today I've been having a lot of revelations, which is kind of like reveal. Okay. Okay. Time to look that this that up. makes no, more sense. No, you don't no, believe me. <laughs> I was just trying to, because like the word reveal huh. was in my brain, but that's why I said revelance, because I was like, is revelance the right word? Maybe no, it's the not. word you're looking for is revelation. It is that revelation. I've said a hundred okay. times. That makes sense. Because relevance, which is close to what you tried to say, is not is not at different. All. That's right. Yeah, because okay. Um, this is awesome. Revelation, a surprising and previously unknown fact, especially one that's made known in a dramatic way. Hmm. I don't like that one as much. Yeah. Um, Okay, all it continues to pour, uh, pull out is... Uh, Just revelation? Don't worry. I'm not giving up on this now. Okay. Yeah, because I I want to say a lot has been revealed to me, but I feel like the way I was trying to say it wasn't going to make sense. Welcome oh, huh. Something that's lessons. revealed. Huh. That's literally the definition. <laughs> okay. So An revelation. act of revealing. That's, <laughs> that's a revelation. Something that is revealed. <laughs> revelation is literally the word I was looking for. Okay. So, <sighs> anyway. That's good. Anyways. Welcome to Real Talk. This is awesome. So, I had a lot of revelations uh, the last couple of days. <laughs> and I feel like, um, I feel like it's been... It's been stressful and overwhelming in a way, but it's also been good. And um, I think for me, I tend to lean more towards the negative side of things. And I think that's why when I, I come on here, I'm like, yeah, you know, this was, you know, this happened, but there's good in it. I can say that, but when it comes to actually like living that out, I don't think I do a very good job. I think I tend to be more focused on the negative and I'm just very, I'm very negative towards myself. And uh, I think I'm still trying to, I'm trying to take 
people's, especially you, because I, I talk to you about this stuff a lot. I'm trying to figure out how to apply it, like, because I know when I get into conversations and I try to talk about myself, I tend to struggle. Like, I don't know why, but there's like a, I wouldn't say I'm not honest, but I think for some reason, like the way my mind processes things is I have trouble getting around to the idea of what I'm trying to tell people. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Like, it's like a beating around the bush, but like, I'm not trying to, it's weird. So it feels like that's almost part of how I process things. And um, I think that can that can be frustrating to people, but that can also delay my growth in ways. So for me, I've been trying to – I've been thinking about why I am that way. But as for this particular uh, revelation that uh, I've had, um, a lot of it had to do with um, me asking myself like – I feel like I've been in a weird place where – when I when I truly think about it, my life lately hasn't really been showing a whole lot of fruit in the sense mm. of being with God. I've been doing a lot of for God, but not with God. And I think there's such a key difference there, you know, because I've, I've even myself I've talked about it before in the show of like, you know, you can be you can be, you know, a fall, you know, you can be. You know, a Christian, you can be a pastor, even you can be a deacon, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm. But if you're not, if you're only doing it for God, and you're not doing it with God. I think there's, it can be, it can be wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, because if you're doing it for God, it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing it out of love. You know, you could be doing it for selfish ambitions to feel better about yourself or all these things. And like, I, that's just kind of what I've been thinking about. And I think I've been living a lot of life for God and not with God. And I think uh, if I can change that to living, and doing stuff with God, um, it'll be for God, but better, you know. <clears throat> and so, just trying to trying to reignite that spark because I feel like there was a point in my life where I was doing a lot of it with God, but I think I got so caught up in life and the stresses of it and all these, you know, just day to day. And I know one thing I've been talking about lately to everybody is, man, days go like boom, gone, and. I feel like I'm not maximizing days. If, if anything, I'm so caught up in it that I don't move a whole lot. And then boom, next day is gone. Next day is gone. Next day is gone. And mm. a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month goes by. And you're like, nothing's changed. <laughs> and then you wonder why people are frustrated with your lack of growth or your lack of, you know, movement or just anything, you know. So then it's just like a, a vicious cycle. Um, so just trying to break that cycle, man, and trying to um, – keep it on my mind because I, I can have these conversations which I have over and over again <clears throat> but I it's like as soon as the waves just get a little choppy that's when it can feel like you go under you know so just trying to I guess you know keep my head above water um and actually live that out you know and and not just give up so easily and not or maybe not even give up so easily because I feel like if I gave up I wouldn't even be a part of what I'm doing but not get lost I guess <clears throat> what does that actively look like? That, I think, I kind of mentioned, like, me talking to people earlier and how I, you know, I tend to accidentally, like, beat around the bush. And, like, I think I just got to figure out a way to be more direct and not feel so bad about sharing life with people. And and um, understand that people love me, you know. Well, okay, I think I, think I understand that people love me. It's more like... Um, through the process of people loving me, I need to figure out how to love myself because I think a lot mm. of it is I can hear people, but I don't hear them because I've already got that preconceived notion of myself. So it's like, okay, people can say things, but it just bounces off me because I already know what I am. That's pretty good. Like you, 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 you refuse kind of that cognitive dissonance idea. Like uh, 
like, like what you believe about yourself in this case versus what others are saying. Clash. Yes. And yep. you're refusing to, to let what they say change what you do about yourself. Exactly. And I need to, I need to let that go. Um, and I think it's weird, man, because I think there was a point in time in my walk where I think I did that. I think I was actually in a place where people could tell me things. I was like, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, I do have value. I can do this. And I think that's when I was growing a lot more than I am now. So I think what that's, happened? What do you think? I think I kind of went back. Into my, that, I, mean. I think I went back into my shell of like, I just got overwhelmed and mm. You know, it's so interesting how small things can add up because I... Why isn't that the truth? Like, I don't think... I, cu- I couldn't pinpoint the exact, like, moment, but I think what happened was is I there was a day where I chose not to live it out, right? And that day resulted in the slow fade. And that's when, and that's when, before you know it, like I said, like, well, that time I didn't do it. Well, that time I didn't do it. Well, that time I didn't do it. And then before you know it, I got this huge void again. <clears throat> So I think that's kind of what happened, and I th- it's cool because I'm think I'm I'm slowly starting to come back around to the idea of like okay this happened now I just got to work my way back you know I can't give up you know I got to get back yeah. up yeah. Um, and keep going so um, I that if I had to if I had to answer that that's probably what happened I probably had one small decision to not live it out that day and then it just accumulated over time and then before I know it here I am. In this weird that. place, <laughs> isn't it cool that God sort of always brings you back, though? Mm. He doesn't leave you there, man. So Even though it feels like love, it, like you have those revelations, or it's you know, right. the spirits constantly saying, "Hey, I'm right here." Like, yeah. pay attention to what's happening. It's pretty mm. neat, man. He never Holy gives spirit. up. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's just kind of where I'm at, um, and that's life right now. Um, and it's so funny because I have these moments, right? Like I know, like at Life Group, you know, we did. A, I love the idea of popcorn prayer. It's so cool. You know, we had people praying about, you know, just the group in general and then just our church, you know, and I remember, you know, in my prayer for that specific group, you know, I mentioned, I said, you know, if anything, people can walk out of this and just rejoice. Mm. And um, it's funny because as soon as I said that, (laughs) you know, next day it's like, dang it, like, am I rejoicing? You know, all these things. And was I? Probably not. But um, Mm. it's just interesting, you know, having moments like that, you know, taking, taking, stuff that people say to you, but also just stuff you even say. And like, I think that's something that we can all challenge ourselves. And it's like, do you actually mean what you say? Are you actually, you know, putting your money where your mouth is, you know, that sort of deal. Like, you know, if you say something, you know, you know, are you actually truly behind it or are you just saying it? And I think that's, that truly defines the difference between a follower and a fan. You know, do you just say things or do you actually say them? And then do you actually do them yourself? Do you live it out? You know? Um, yeah. And that's something I got to challenge myself on with some areas. So, mm. yeah. How's my week been? Um, yeah, how's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. Um, I, uh, it's so ridiculous, man. We've been doing this for 51 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Sunday I had a little bit of a revelation of my own. Um, I took some time. So Sunday's our church day. We have service in the evening, but it's really a full day. Um, Yeah. In some ways, people may think that because we have an evening service, that opens our morning up. Sort of the opposite of people who have morning service. It's not the case Mm -hmm. because you're still prepping and you do a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know. It just it really does take most of the day, which is cool and fine. Um, Our worship team runs through their kind of their final run through on Sunday, early afternoon. 
during that time, I took that time to go and just get my mind right and stuff before message. And I just wrote before the service, I mean. And that's something that I do and really helps me is go be with God alone. In this case, put headphones in. I repeated the same song and just focused to where you don't even really hear the music anymore and just made it my prayer. And I realized some things somewhat similar to yours um, about who I am. And I didn't like it. I didn't like what I was seeing in this mirror as I went to, to the Father. And so it starts negative and I think it ends good. What I kind of realized is, this goes with what you said even about you know, what you say and then doing it, right? Mm -hmm. I know that I know where my identity is, preach about it, talk about it, encourage other people. I think I try to live out of that most of the time, but it's interesting how subtle things can happen. So, um, you know, people that know me would often characterize me as probably bold, maybe aggressive, like I don't care what people think, all those kinds of things. And probably to a degree, some of that's true. But mm -hmm. what I realize is I've been running around in an attempt to be the best servant, best pastor, best whatever else it is that I can. And really what I was doing was running around and being what everybody needed me to be. So this person thought I was too bold, so I would be softer. I was too harsh, I'd be gentle. I was too gentle, I'd be harsh. I was too businesslike, I'd be less businesslike. I was too unprofessional, I'd be more professional. Mm -hmm. Trying to just put out fires. And, and then what ends up happening is I, I'm embittered. And I, because I noticed I was embittered, I was anxious, I'm mad at people. I was having a hard time like loving mm. And the reason is, is because I wasn't being true to who God made me and was tr really what it boils down to is I was taking my identity from what everyone else was telling me. So even though my identity in Christ, I would say, I know who I am in Christ. And, and probably that is true compared to who I was even 10 years ago. Right. Subtly, I think the reason I've been so mad and bitter and all these things is because there was a conviction in me that was saying, Todd, like, you are not doing you are not being who I've told you to be, doing what I told you to do, and you're waiting for other people to do it. So this is embarrassing to admit. You know, I was getting to the point even where I could probably play the game and love you outwardly, but in inwardly, I was changing the way I was treating people for the last month or so based on how they treated me. So if someone wasn't loving to me, then I wasn't loving to them. And that so seems so childish, but I had lived out of that. And it came from running around trying to put all these different hats on. Yeah. Because I, I was trying – but here's the thing. It wasn't because I was trying to please them. I just didn't want to deal with – this is so terrible. I wanted to put out fires. So in my mind, I was justifying it by like I'm protecting the church. I'm protecting the congregation. I'm making everybody happy so they don't blow everything up or do this or hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. or, and what I was doing was just saying it was a noble thing. But really, it's also selfish because I just didn't want to deal with that. So, I, you know, outwardly, I was doing the – my job was getting done, but inwardly I was having problems. I don't know if that mm. makes sense. I'm with you. It so, makes sense to me. It was a really cool moment where God, not in an angry way, oftentimes I feel when I go and be alone with him. And listen, you see this in the Gospels all the time, guys. Over and over, Jesus would do ministry, he'd preach, he'd heal. And it would always, like you see these verses we kind of read over where it says, and Jesus left the crowds and went to be alone and pray. Jesus left the crowds and went to be alone and pray. Like he needed to go to the Father and that seems so Christianese, man, and I think, but that's the truth. You know, God is real and living and he interacts with us and I need him and I need to, and I used to do that really well. And so it was really refreshing because I came out of that and I was able to just love and be more positive. I was mm. so positive and I haven't been in a long time and it was all because I was like, ah. so in repenting to God for doing that and saying, Father, I'm sorry, I see it, I'm going to change. Like, I, it was all let go. Like, even the stress and the pressure of trying to put all these... And I just started doing the simple things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, leading by by 
doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because the position I'm in sometimes, like, yes, I have to do it, but also you're telling people. You're talking and you're teaching and, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of it's hard to put into words. But overall, yeah. it was really positive and encouraging. Then we had an awesome service, man, like a prayer. Yeah. Kind of had this, you want to know, sort of little weird miracle moment. Like we prayed before in our pre-service meeting. I don't know if you caught this, but I prayed for, Lord, let this be a beacon that draws people here, yeah. right? So I had a lady, at least some visitors, and it was really cool. I didn't tell her. She came. She said, hey, I really enjoyed your service. We had a ton of people, like visitors, awesome. people. And it came after a week where we were kind of down or whatever. And she says, hey, it was really cool. You know, I got invited here a year ago. And she goes, I went to church this morning to this other place. And today I just felt like, huh, I really need to go there. I just drew up by the sun and I felt like I was supposed to go there. And I literally had this flash of like, God legitimately answered my prayer. Like it's a beacon. Oh, hey, I should go here. You know, like <laughs> so light, crazy, moss to yeah. light. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool and encouraging because he did that. I know the father was like, told you I was listening. You know, people are going to come. And um, so it was really encouraging, man. I thought it was a great service. We had a worship experience. Mm-hmm. So to have a lot of visitors on a worship experience, which is a little bit of a different kind of service, yes. is pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. So I'm almost afraid. And I also so realize I'm almost, I'm almost afraid to be positive because I'm afraid to be let down because it feels like you've been in my life. Every time I'm like, things are great, the whole world burns. <laughs> so I'm going to say it anyway. Like I'm so, man, I'm just thankful and excited and um yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited and energetic and mm-hmm. uh, motivated. That's good, man. And that all kind of goes to last week too, when we were dreaming about next steps. So it's exciting stuff, absolutely. And it's you know, it's so funny how just general, like general stressors and like just um, setbacks or just you know, you know, obstacles. It's so funny how the, you know those things can they can very easily bend our perspective on. How, good. how like how things are going because like it's i like that what you said because if you take away even though it's you know it, it's always going to come things are going to happen if you take away the the basic stress the stressors the obstacles all that stuff i just mentioned and you look at what's happening you know in life and just even as a church here and just man wow how incredible is it it's crazy like you said it, it is exciting you know but we just we it's so easy to let those little things uh dilute what's happened that's really good yeah make it make you forget Mm -hmm. speaking of this gives me an opportunity to say something listen it's not wrong to want more people to come to your church no you know i we get these um so this is kind of a funny personal story so a couple this kind of ties with this because we do get excited about that yeah so a couple that's probably a month ago two months ago i get a a screenshot from a a guy in our church someone i love dearly and it wasn't bad and he he was kind of hurt or frustrated because a pastor he knew had posted a status saying, quit worrying about the number of people in your pews and worry about spiritual health. And it's like, and I told him, I said, yeah, that's true. Because he was like, I feel like maybe that's a shot at me or our church because we're, we're wanting to grow and get more people here, you know. And, and I said, listen, man, what this person said is true. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make, because of course you want that. But if you could choose between having 200 people that are on fire for the Lord or a hundred, what would you choose? If it was a completely equal, you're going to choose more, right? Absolutely. Make disciples. So easy. So that being said, guys, of course we get excited when numbers are, but it's not because if you knew us, our, me, you, our church, or yeah. it's not because we care about, like, we just want to make impact, man. And like, we, right. we reach a lot of people. I'm so thankful for this. What is the mission? Yeah. We want to reach people and let them know the hope and like have this stuff happen to where like, man, you know, who yes. you are is more than what's happened to you or what. Um, you know, the good news of the gospel. We've been talking about yes. that a lot. Which speaks of another awesome thing. Our life group is incredible Friday. Oh, so um, good. Man. So just, you know what? We're not apologizing because we're on a mission. We want to reach more no. people. Because, uh, you know, until until the whole 
this community, this town, the state, this country, this world knows and yes. has heard about Jesus, like, we're not going to feel sorry Absolutely, for that. Absolutely, man. No, the Great Commission does not state, hey, only reach out and, 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 and get to the people to the capacity of your sanctuary. That's not what it says. Yeah, and people, like, it's weird that in Christian culture, and I think it's jealousy and envy, man, like, um, I get it, you know, you're like, oh, this church has, this church, these mega churches, they probably aren't even spiritually healthy. Listen, they may not be. Would you rather have them there? Like, let's say that, let's say that 30% of them aren't real believers and it's shallow. Those churches are still making an impact. Would you rather have those people there hearing the truth of the gospel so that they may someday become saved or at a bar or mm -hmm. at a, nothing wrong with you know, that in general, we're just saying, or at these negative places or doing these things. Like, sure. You want to give people an opportunity to hear. And I just think we're constantly tearing each other down. Yes. Um, the church is that beacon, what you said. Yeah, man. And like, we want to be that. So, That's right. Hey, if you're out there and you were snooty about that, shame on you. Uh, <laughs> and for those big churches out there doing work, hey, we love you and we're praying we for you, man. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. So, that being said, we'll hop into some questions here. Yeah. We got a couple. Uh, I, I think we have three. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and start. Okay. And it, <clears throat> this came from our database. Why do you think it's less common? There's kind of a two-part question. Why do you think it's less common for people to protect their Sabbaths now? Sabbath is uh, biblical. It's like the day of rest, right? Yep. And then the second part is, is it important to have a whole day of rest time? So one is, why do you think it's less common for people to protect their Sabbaths? I guess in general, do you think it's less common, at least in America, for people to have a day of rest? Um. Because I, I do. Yeah, I'd say so. I would agree. Um, I definitely think it's less common, but I also think people get it confused too, because some people may think that number is a lot higher than what it actually is. Because I think some, a lot of people think a Sabbath is just when you sit there and you lay there and you do absolutely that's good. nothing. That's good. And that's not necessarily what a Sabbath is. A Sabbath is, uh, honestly, it's, it's shaped as what people want it to be and what it, how it, you know, what brings rest it helps to you. them. Absolutely. Yeah. So when it says, is it important to have a whole day of rest time? Yes, it's important. What you do with it and how you do it is is uh, based on you. Um, it's not there's not an actual guide like it like hey this is exactly what a Sabbath looks like. That's not that doesn't exist. Like um, you find your rest the ways you do. So yeah, and work looks different too. Some yes. people a day of rest for them is going out and doing yard work because they enjoy that and exactly. it brings them brings their <clears throat> their spirit rest right like you're, yes. that time of God that you're setting mm -hmm. aside and. Putting the work aside, and it's so cool that God loves us so much that He wants us to have that, and He knows how we're wired that we need that. Mm -hmm. Because certainly, you know this. I struggle with that. You probably do a little uh, bit. I do, <laughs> and we both have become very stressed people due to it. Yes. So, why do you think it's less common for people? I think um, America, we're driven, driven, driven. That's right. And two, we're we're guilted for yes. resting. The people who are the being lazy. Yes, the people who have it together, they don't need rest, right? Right. Um. And like sometimes I tell people like I don't sleep and they think it's like a badge of pride and I'm really over here going, I don't sleep. No, he wants I to want sleep. to. Yeah. Listen, he wants to sleep. The uh, man wants to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and is it important to have a whole day of rest? He already said it, yes. And the Bible talks about that. God's very clear on it. You know, we need to have a day of rest. So there we go. Good stuff. Next question from the database. What happens to your soul and spirit when you die if you're a Christian? This is a tough question for me because I don't want to get too deep into mm -hmm. it. The Bible does differentiate between spirit and soul. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of a way to make it, but they're also very similar because it talks about body, spirit, soul. Okay, so if you think about it this way, um, your spirit is like what's connected to God. So mm -hmm. when you become saved, that's the part that knows God and becomes sanctified. Your soul is the individual who we are. 
right? That makes sense. So like AJ is different than Todd, and yes. that happens in the body and soul. Um, there's still things that aren't touched. So to make it easier for people and to understand, we're going to consider those kind of, they are separate. But when you die, the Bible tells us, some people believe in a soul sleep. They call it that, or your mm -hmm. spirit kind of just sleeps. Who you are sleeps until um, the final time, you know, judgment, and then you wake up and then you get resurrected. I don't believe that. I think scripture tells us the, the clearest one is um, the thief on the cross. That's right. He repents to Jesus. He says, after mocking him earlier, same day. So and then he man. says, leave this man alone. He's done nothing wrong, which how cool is it? Somehow, the way Jesus carried himself in those hours between mocking and not changed the heart of that guy so and made crazy. him realize and maybe some of the stuff happened. So the guy mm. says, please remember me in your kingdom. And Jesus said, don't worry. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Man. And to me, um, so when we die, you know, we go to, uh, if you're a Christian, specifically, that yep. makes it easier so we can stay with you. If you're a Christian, right. you go and you be with the Father. Yep. Um, you, be with, you be with God immediately. And then, um, so you're asking, you know, the final judgment stuff. We get a new body then. Um, but that's what you do. Your spirit, your soul. You know, goes to be with the Father. It's wild. Goes to be with God in paradise. In paradise. It's a good thing. That's so Until surreal. he makes it all and makes it great and we get new bodies, it'll be great. Quick side question. Do you think there's a difference between when people die now and they go there when they're Christians? Do you uh -huh. think it's going to look different from what that is to what like heaven will be? Or do you think that is heaven? Uh, I think they go to heaven Yeah. Right. right now. But I think when what we see at the end times is heaven and earth... Kind of meet right god lives with his people yes. here and we come and live here in the new kingdom that makes sense. that makes sense that makes sense so we get to go be with him until he fixes everything here which gotcha. i think is cool that's the way i mean so cool. all right good question check with our intern guy how we doing man on time here he's gonna quietly tell me he gives me the thumbs up cool all right here's our question this is uh i like these these are all real but this one's a very personal one it says will god heal our wounds and brokenness Fully in this lifetime, or will we have to wait until we're in heaven to be healed completely? Mm. Um, what's so interesting about this question is, um, I think that this is so. The first thing that popped in my head when you when you said that was was sanctification. It's a lifelong process of becoming more like Jesus. Um, now, in this life, since we've become so separated from God with sin and all these things, like um, there's always going to be pain. Mm. Um, there's always because. That's just what the world is right now. So um, I don't think it'll ever fully go away until he comes back. And that's when he, that's what the Bible talks about. You know, every tear will be wiped away. There will pain. be no more pain, no, no more suffering. So I think in a sense there will be um, until that day comes. So that's a really good answer, man. I would agree too. So when it says wounds and brokenness, I think, I tend to think of the things that life has given us, right? That are inside. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean a physical scar, but they're just as deep and probably yes. as ser more serious. Um. You and I both have some from different times in our oh, life. Yeah. I have them. Mm -hmm. Here's the beautiful thing, and he said it's a process. God begins the process of healing us and restoring us and changing us, and I have been healed more. I am a more healed person today than I was when I first knew Jesus. Amen, brother. And I hope to be more healed by the time, but the full process, I think, um, you know, I don't know. I, I think certain things probably are fully healed and certain aren't. Yes. Just become as close to fully healed as it can be. Right. Um. They don't go away. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of talk about, we're going to share this. This is trademarked in our minds. You know, I always feel like it's hard. We're always going to have this, like, longing that we, we have the echoes of Eden. We sort of hear mm -hmm. the echoes of Eden. 
we we remember what life is, should be. Yep. And we know that, and we long for the day when when we have that, and mm-hmm. someday it's coming. So, yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't have hope. That doesn't mean you're going to be miserable until then, because what God gives, and Jesus said, He goes, "I have told you these things so that in." me your joy may be complete that's right like you can we can we don't have to live out of those wounds yes we can live out of the new life we're given and the promises of jesus and like you know ask him to continue to heal those things yes and i think that's the key difference and i think a lot of the world and even ourselves as christians we get we get confused on is the difference between happiness and joy yeah because happiness is contingent on those feelings but joy is above all that and that's what jesus gives you yeah it's pretty cool so in a way, it, I guess in a way you could say it's sort of healed because if I know that in the future all this is going to go away, then I can li- I don't have to live out of the fear or the, or the past. I can look forward to joy with to what's right. to come. You don't have to be of this world. Yeah, just in it. Nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that was pretty good. Absolutely. Well, hey, intern, what do you think about the episode? He, he, goes, he, was, he wasn't listening to it. Uh, that's why he looked at me like, what are you asking? Uh, anyway, it does a good job. He's fired. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, man, you have anything you want to say as we close up? Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, what a what a cool uh, journey it's been, man. Like, you know, kind of like what I said earlier. I can't remember what question it was or if, if, maybe it wasn't a question, but I mentioned, you know, when you take the, the stressors of life and you take all the negativity that, you know, that's surrounded us, surrounding us in this world in your everyday life, like you see the positives and the excitement and everything. And like, that includes real talk. Like you guys, you know, I wish I could put in the words how important and how much this is meant to me, you know, even though I don't always show up because of that negativity that tends to you know overtake me, you know, but you guys are such a key component to us and our growth even as a church, as a ministry, all these things, like you guys, your your faithfulness has been so, it's been such a blessing um, for other people. You guys, because you watch this, because you share this, and we've reached people out of the country, you know, Louisiana, all these different places. And it, man, it's so surreal. And uh, because of you guys, that's been possible. So I'm so thankful for you. And uh, you guys have helped me in my personal growth and my walk with Christ. So um, appreciate you. Thank you so much for watching and tuning in. Please like, share, comment awesome yeah guys and, and that's one thing i want to kind of touch base on something we tell you we have fun here and we talk sort of um i don't know i, I hopefully at all points but we want you to know it's all about jesus that's and it's right. real and um the gospel if you're out there and you're like what is christianity or all that it is it can seem so big and so complicated but it really isn't it really boils down to god loves you so much that even when we messed up and even when we made ourselves guilty before him and have a, a punishment waiting that he made a way for us to be with him again. And that's through Jesus. And Jesus is real and uh, he's living and he, uh, man, um, God still moves. So we just want to point you to him and let you know, guys, uh, for all the fun and games. Like we do this because we love you and we would love you. If we love you out there, even if you aren't going, you know, even put your faith in Jesus, we just know that that's the only full hope you can ever have is yes. in him and we'll love you anyway but more importantly I want you to know he loves you yes and uh, yeah that's what it's all about is is letting if nothing else pointing you to the bible to finding out what what he says about it because i'm telling you right now I say this all the time not as a badge of honor we grew up him him too yep uh, we didn't grow up in the church and yep. so we were old enough to look and see that the jesus of the bible is different than what i was told and what you were told yep and it's incredible and it's real so it's life-changing 
Other than that, you guys know what Real Talk is. The link above is active 24-7, 365. Hey, would you consider donating? Guys, we bring this up, and honestly, nobody's doing it. Mm -hmm. But we would really appreciate it. If you you don't go to church here especially, and you... Like this blesses you. Why not join us? Even for financially, guys, this costs money, and, and our churches, we're gonna keep doing it. But you know, if it blesses you, hey, is it worth a cup of coffee? Put it that way. You know, you can go to www.theremnant.life/give. I can promise you this: we're not driving around in Lamborghinis or anything. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you want to join us, it's completely tax deductible. Uh, you can do it from your phones. www.theremnant.life/give. It goes directly back into this. There's even a drop in the drop-down box. You can go to Real Talk. Donate yes. directly to the ministry. Other than that, we hope you guys have a great day. Like, share this video, comment if you haven't liked our page, and you're like, oh, these guys are okay. Or I, excuse me, I really like this. Go to the Remnant Church. Hit like, follow, see first. Um, sometimes people just follow. I don't get it. Yeah. You like us enough to see what we're doing. It's almost like they're spying over the fence, but they yeah. don't want to come in. Don't spy on us. That's okay. Well, we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, we love you guys. Appreciate you. We hope to see you this Thursday at 9 o'clock mm. for Real Talk Live. It's a wild time. That's right. Fun stuff. Other than that, we hope you guys have a great day. And I forgot to say this. We are the Rim of Church. If you, have a, oh, you, don't yeah. have a, you don't have a church home, you need a place to go and kind of learn in a, in a safe, loving environment about who God is. Or maybe uh, whether you're a Christian or not, come check us out. We're in Columbia City, Indiana. We have service between 6 and 7.15, 7.30. And the cool thing is we have what we call community time, which is an hour beforehand, 5 to 6 p.m., where we just give you free food that's so good. That's like this delicious. week we had orange chicken. Oh, it's it so was awesome. so good. Um, it's completely free, and we do that so we can just hang out and talk and have real community. So come check us out. Other than that, <laughs> we hope you guys have a great day, and truly, God bless you.